Feeling super on this Wednesday edition of the show. Well, so is the Louisville baseball team. We'll talk about the Louisville Regional here on this episode of the show. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Louisville podcast. You already know what day it is. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Um, I want to take this time, as always, to personally thank you for making us your first listen of the day. With me, as always, and probably the last time I recorded, which was like over a week ago, you were on two shows. Well, Jeremy Wallman's back on, Cardinal Sports Home co-founder and editor. It is Wednesday, by the way, so what's going on, 55. You know, it's just bonus time with me. I, I'm getting in. I'm getting in the booth as much as I can. Uh, you've had me on three or four times in the last week. Uh, got to interview one of the greatest wrestling referees of all time last week on Ringside. I'm back again. Did our show the other day and, and, and dropped some nice little tidbits that I stand by four hundred percent or fifty five hundred percent. And yeah, man, it's been it's been a good week uh, professionally. So. I'm, I mean, I don't have my own shirt or anything, but I'm doing well. <laughs> it has been quite a week, especially for the Louisville baseball team. Um, coming back in the Louisville Regional, we'll talk about that here in the first segment of the show. We'll also discuss, um, is it time to panic about the Louisville basketball roster? We'll have a discussion about that. And then finally, we will dive in to the weekly mailbag. Um, if you haven't figured out by now, we are technically in the off season of the show, so there were only there will only be about I'd say about twelve episodes this month, not the usual nineteen to twenty. So just a, a programming note. But let's go ahead and get right on into it. The baseball team kind of pulled a twenty nineteen rabbit out of the hat, lost in the second matchup of the Louisville Regional to um, the Michigan Wolverines, and then won three back to back to back elimination games to advance to the Super Regionals, and it was nothing short of theatric. The Cardinals scored seven on Monday afternoon to go up big on Michigan. Uh, Michigan was then able to come back after a lightning delay, and then Cam Masterman etched his names in the record books with a towering two-run shot that put the Cardinals ahead. Uh, Jeremy, what were your emotions going through You know, in that inning? Because there were some questionable calls. But, you know, kind of walk me through what you were thinking throughout that infamous eighth inning. Well, first off, the the whole, you know, it, the whole game was just full of emotion. But we'll, we'll stick because those the, the Michigan fans, after their half of the, the first inning and their players just being very, very uh, – theatrical and braggadocious every time they hit it. I mean, they hit like three or four doubles in that first inning, got on the board twice, and they were just being extra. And to see their fans just acting like they were better than everybody else and then getting shut right up in, in our half of that inning after we went on our hit parade, 13 batters, I believe, in that inning. Uh, I really stopped counting after that. It was a beautiful day for baseball. I was able to be there uh, in attendance for it. But but going going to the eighth, uh, I'll be honest with you. There's not a. I've only been in attendance. I have been to well over 200 Louisville baseball games. I have been there for one regular season loss, and it was the first time I think we played Vanderbilt uh, in the midweek 
we got Molly. And I have to go look that up because I'm going to talk about that uh, on our show uh, this weekend. But we, we got our brand. The only time I've ever been able to get Steve Rummage to go out to the baseball park. And we got blasted. And I'm not sure he's ever been back. And then I I believe I'm now 22-1 and one, uh, in regional games. And that one, and I'll never forget it because we got to the ninth inning. Birdie was warming up. He was coming in. I had packed all my stuff, my camera, my computer, everything, put it in my backpack, went down because back then there wasn't very many people covering the baseball team. So as nice as Garrett, uh, the SID at the time was, like he let me come down to the, the dugout, almost the dugout. There's a little side part, and we were down there just – we were happy. We were talking about how we were going to go to the super, uh, we're, how we were going to go to, uh, gosh, was that a super regional game? Now that I think about that, it, that was a super, if you're talking about UC Santa Barbara, yeah, in the yeah, 16, okay. that was a so, super. Yeah, we're t- we were talking about, I mean, I was fully, I was ready. I was ready to go to Omaha. Everyone was ready Omaha. for the first time ever. I was legit ready to go. And it was like, pop, 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 pop. <sighs> and I just hung my head and walked out. But that's the only time, that I have been so we've never lost a regional game that I've been in attendance for. That's the twenty one. Uh, I thought it was twenty one and one, but that's a, that was I, I put that in the wrong group of games. So we're undefeated during the regionals when I'm there. We've lost one, I believe that we're like. Tw- I know this has nothing to do with what you're talking about, but you know me. And once you get me started, it's hard to stop me. But so we've lost one super regional game when I'm in attendance, but. I, I got to a point to where I was starting to feel hopeless. When they started just hammering away at us, I was like, gosh, man, this can't be how the season ended. After they screwed us during the regular season, during the Blizzard game, and just absolutely outplayed us the first game we played them in this regional. Um, I was, and, and then we pounded the, the pee out of them. The night before, I was like, this is not how this ends. Like, why why sports gods let us come back to force this game to let us go down like this? But then right as our part of the inning started, the top of the lineup was coming up to bat, one, two, three. And the buzz around the stadium, it started, you know, it started, everybody started getting a little bit, a little, and it wasn't just me that lost all hope. It was the whole stadium. And then once we saw the lineup, the, the part of the lineup, the meat of the lineup coming up, the the whole stadium was like, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, if 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 these three three guys get on, and then a guy two knocks, you know, we could be back in business. And then, of course, the the questionable call. And, and here's what I'll say about that: the guy that made that call is is a local guy. Uh, he was he worked at uh, he worked at ninety three nine back in the day when we had our uh, radio show. Great dude, not a crappy umpire. I spoke to him last night after the game, and I, I asked him. I said, uh, "I said I know you didn't, you know, you didn't see anything fishy." I said, "Why, why did you call him safe just off the top?" And he was like, "Well, I knew if I called him out, they were going to call him out, so I wanted to give them a chance to review it, and they reviewed it and said he was safe." Now, look, I didn't have all the views the NCAA had, but they showed one view on replay. Uh, that I saw during the game where it sh- where it appeared as if his fingers were pushed off the base and that he was out. 
What I don't know was that even though those two in the middle were, were pulled off, did any of the other ones touch? So I believe the baseball in baseball, if it's if it's questionable, the tie is supposed to go to the runner. And I think that's what the NCAA said. They didn't have they did not have a view that inconclusively showed. They had one that kind of showed, but they didn't have an inconclusive. And had they called that out, and they didn't have the proof that there was going to be there's fixing to be a riot in that stadium. So, you know, yeah. it 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 was it was it was a questionable call, but we still had a whole. People are like, well, we never would have came back and won that game. We still had a whole other inning left. So I'm not going to say we weren't going to. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot of hypotheticals you can play. You know, there's there's always the what if game. Um, I will say from from where I stood watching it on my phone uh, when they kept showing the replays. Um, from like, on the field, it looked like he was safe. Um, like on you know in in real time. Yeah. When we went back and watched the replay, I mean, it looked like he was out. You know, when they slowed it down. Yeah. Um, But it was – I don't think it was as blatant as people truly made it out to be. I do think he was out, um, for for the record. I do think that um, the umpires did, you know, kind of – what's the word? Uh, Kind of shortened the strike zone a lot, especially in that Masterman at bat. And there was kind of a questionable – maybe a third strike where it seemed like Masterman himself even kind of knew that it looked like it was going to be a third strike. But regardless, here's what I'll say. Don't give up 31 runs in two games, <laughs> and you're going to a super regional. You gave up 20 runs in the game before, yeah. and you gave up 11. And and the thing about it is, is even if yes, the missed calls missed calls happen. I get it, and I, but the thing about it is, you're not going to find much sympathy from Louisville fans who got the wrong end of the whistle in 2015 when they even uh, reviewed a home run. It was clearly crossing the foul mm-hmm. pole before, mm-hmm. and they they continued to say it was a home run which uh, still haunts me to this day and haunts a lot of Louisville fans. So you won't find much sympathy from us. No. I mean, wasn't there a game in the Big Ten tournament? Was it this year or last year where they found that the pitcher was that, using that illegal substance? That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I mean, it's very ironic how rich some of these um, some of these takes are. And I just keep coming back to, okay, yeah, maybe that call uh, doesn't – Maybe that call might change things, but that call alone doesn't mean that that pitcher throws a meatball down the middle and Masterman cranks it over the left field fence. So I mean, and like you said, it's a tie game. Let's say you know Masterman does get called out on that third strike. It's a tie game going to the ninth. Like there's no like concrete right. thing to suggest that you know whoever you know Michigan's going to win that game. But regardless, uh, it's done now. I think if you're padding yeah. over it now, yeah. that's on you. The um, the initial. Um, you know, the initial reaction is what it is. Now we move on. We're going to the Supers College Station where it seems like it's supposed to be 100 degrees all weekend yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Before we move on to the next show, very quickly in a couple sentences, um, you know, what's what's your initial thoughts on that Super Regional matchup with the Aggies? Well, really quickly, first off, miss me with all that BS because when I rewatched the game today, the inning that they went on their little – had their little five or six runs. We had two outs. We struck out a guy that he called that he called it a, a ball, and he walked. So you can you can go through the game and pick out. Yeah, I mean, there's always those both for sides. Sure. Uh, again, don't give up 175 runs in two days, and you ain't got nothing uh, to worry about. I I don't. I, I love the I love Louisville baseball. I'm probably one of the biggest Louisville baseball fans. 
there is could tell you all kinds of stats from all the teams since Dan McDonald. And I just happened to start watching Louisville baseball the year he got here. Um, so I, I well, I start. Let, let me rephrase that. I started watching it faithfully. I had been to games when my friends played for Louisville uh, when I was a kid and when I was at U of L, but I didn't follow it and had the passion I had for it uh, until he got here. And it was just a coincidence. But with that being said, we've always kind of had a tough time playing in the state of Texas. I don't know if it's the heat. Uh, if you ask me, do I think we can win this series? Yes. Do I think we do? I, I just don't know. I think it's a 50-50 toss-up at this point because this is – this may not be the ta most talented lineup we've ever had hitting-wise, but, brother – it is the most consistent. It is the, let me say, it may not be the most powerful hitting line. Maybe that's a better way to put it because one through nine, you can get a base hit from any one of those guys at any point of the game. They proved it multiple times this year by being down big at the end of games and coming back and using the cardiac card mojo to come back and get those W's. So, you know what? Why not? Yes, we're going to go down there. We're going to beat them. We're going to sweep them, and we're going to go to Omaha for the sixth time? Something like that, but I'm with you. I think that Louisville, um, as kind of daunting of a task it is, I do think that there's a good chance that Louisville can come out victorious, but the pitching has to be um, you know, on point. We'll talk a little bit more about baseball <sighs> yeah. in the final segment of the show. But for now, let's transition over into basketball where Kenny Payne is still um, you know, constructing the Cardinals roster. There has been some concern over the past week uh, regarding um, who will be joining the program. We'll talk about some of those concerns here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, the fighting news from MMA and UFC. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone who completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So moving on into the second segment with Cardinal Sports on co-founder and editor Jeremy Wallman. Jeremy, over the past couple weeks, um, you know, uh, people have been getting a little frustrated with um, who is available out there in the transfer oh portal for Kenny Payne to go after. 
Um, after the additions of Brandon Huntley Hatfield and Devin Ree, the Cardinals now have four scholarships at their disposal should they choose to utilize all four or some of the four. Um, but some of the targets that we've been talking about from Tyrese Hunter, Malachi Smith, Isaiah Mosley, even guys like Justin Powell, um, just names that have been thrown out there, all have gone elsewhere. And seemingly the names are starting to dwindle down. I know you've been um, very adamant on your take here. What is your message to that part of the fan base that is, is a little bit more frustrated than others? Uh, get a hobby. I don't know what, what the issue is here. First off, Mosley and Powell were never on our that, – that, that, you all put them on your list. And when I, say you I, all, just said, I just said names that you. were mentioned. Not you, not you. The, the fans. Oh. These are the same fans that are being impatient, and they want Kenny to, to reveal his cards, no pun intended, at their disposal. That's not going to happen. He's doing this like he's doing everything. It, it is so hard for even me to get information. I just found out about a fourth walk-on late last night that just, just blew my mind. But that's not stuff that he wants everybody to know. And I told y'all on the other show on this one, there was going to come a point where I had to stop telling everything I knew. And we're at that point. He doesn't want things to be out there. So just I'm going to say – uh, d- did we miss out on Hunter? I, I don't. From what I understand, understood, we we stopped recruiting him for one reason or the other. Malachi Smith, same similar situation. So you all can say we missed out on people, but until you know the true story, and and he's had a couple of guys wrapped up for months that y'all had no idea about. I mean. Bates is one that I felt comfortable talking about because that that information came not from Kenny or Nolan, but came from his dad. But with that being said, like he is trying to move in silence, and y'all are going to have to get over it. If you you all cannot have your cake and eat it too, you cannot say, "Oh, I don't want Matt Jones and then to break all the news," but I want to know everything first. No, he's not going to tell anybody because that's just the way it is. So, uh, what I will say to them is. Be patient, and I was joking about the hobby thing. Uh, y'all know me; I'm 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 typically mild mannered, but y'all aren't gonna get what y'all want from Kenny Payne. Uh, he he is working hard to turn this around. He's not even coached the game yet. Y'all have already got him winning thirty games this year. Please temper down the the expectations. He is stepping into a new environment with not even a full roster, a new city, a new team. Y'all got to give him a little bit to work his magic, and I truly believe that's going to happen. But just because y'all don't know what's going on don't mean nothing's going on. So maybe you'll be able to answer this. Maybe it's a little bit of speculating on your part to, to as to what the answer sure. would be. I feel like a lot of the fan base, one of the reasons why, why they might not necessarily believe what you're saying to an extent is because it seems like, you know, we're going into mid-June. Um, a lot of people are asking, okay, if he's got these, if he's got some guys committed and they have been committed for a good amount of time, then what's, what's holding the process up? What's holding up these guys from making these decisions? I know some, you know, we're in maybe it, I guess, you know, one instance could be a guy that was in the, you know, draft consideration, took his name out, but was already in the portal. What, what are, what do you speculate as to reasoning behind some of the timing behind this, or maybe more so the delays that come with it? Well, let's just go ahead and address the pink elephant with Courtney Ramey. Um, 
I truly believe, and I haven't been told this by his dad, this is my speculation, as you said, I truly believe he just wanted to work out with his guy, his trainers that he has at home for a little bit longer. And then we've got this, again, more speculation. Uh, we've got Justin Prez coming on staff, and he's with Rockefeller. But you know who else is signed with Rockefeller? Imani Dalton Bates. Pence. So, well, yeah, yeah, Imani Bates. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, and Dalton Pence. Uh, all the NIL going around. But maybe he's waiting for that to be announced so it could be announced as a, you know, hey, here's Justin Perez and his first guy he's brought in, Imani Bates. Like, we don't know. Y'all don't know. I don't know. We don't know. And I like it that way. I, I want to be surprised. Uh, even though the Imani Bates thing, it, it probably would be a surprise if his dad wasn't telling everybody he tr- he knew and trusted what was going on. Uh, but but nevertheless, even with Courtney Ramey, there was a guy. And please, I need y'all to have patience and stop taking everything with a grain. Start taking everything with a grain of sand. There was a dude oh. that tweeted out last night. Was like, ah, can confirm Ramey's down to Purdue, Arizona, and West Virginia, which. I don't know where where West Virginia came from. It's been us, Arizona and Purdue, uh, Purdue for the last few weeks. So, um, and then somebody called the dude out. I sent the tweet to Steve, and Steve said I can't read the tweet. So I went back and looked, and somebody had quote tweeted him and was like, "Stop selling information off of our message boards." So he deleted the tweet off. And then created a new tweet that said he was down to just West Virginia and Arizona, which was kind of preposterous to me. And people were asking me last night about it. I was like, look, I haven't talked to him today, but, you know, I'll, I'll ask him. So I, I did call him this morning, and he said there was absolutely no truth to that tweet. So, but we've got passionate fans that are just taking everything. These This dude was just a guy, and, and I'm not knocking him because I was there at one point. I was just a regular blogger that – was trying to get my feet wet, and I did the whole uh, clickbait thing at first because I didn't have anybody really to teach me the right and the wrong way to do stuff until a couple of years later. But and, and no shade to this dude, but he just was putting stuff out to be putting out. And when I asked him about it, he was like, "No, nah, y'all are still very much in the running, if not leading." So it's like stop taking it, stop taking everything as if it's the gospel. You don't know why. Why would you believe a West Virginia guy? Why would you believe those guys anyway? So just be patient. That's all I can say. That's that's how we'll end this. Be patient. Let the cake bake. I know y'all are tired of hearing me say that, but if you just listen to me, you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to worry about listening to me again about it. Just Buddy, that cake's been in the oven for quite some time. Might need to But that's but that's, fi- that's fine though. They they don't even typically and these guys know this too. I'm glad you keep bringing this up cuz it's triggering other things. Like they don't even normally start practicing for the summer until Mid June, beginning of July, and I understand we're 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 t- heading right towards mid mid June, but that's when the base decision is supposed to be announced. I would be absolutely shocked if Ramey hadn't decided. And he did tell me he wasn't taking any visits to any of the schools. He was doing he was doing uh, FaceTime uh, recruiting visits with the people. So uh, I would be absolutely floored if those two hadn't announced, regardless of whether they're going by June the sixteenth. Um, and that's just the date I'm throwing out there because it's the middle of the month. I, I would be floored if they hadn't announced by then. I'm not worried. I won't be worried until these people that I talk to on the AAU circuit have given me information a hundred times and only one time that I can remember, one or two times that I can remember. No, one time. 
as far as AAU stuff. Now, other stuff, I've had people tell me stuff, and 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 there's there's one guy that's told me something that ended up being wrong twice, but it wasn't because he was wrong. It was because Jeff Brom ended up spurning us uh, the first time and getting bumped the second. But anyway, I fully believe, getting off track there a little second, I fully believe the people that I talk to, and until they tell me, hey, man, somebody, somebody came with a bigger bag, y'all are out, I'm going to believe them, and uh, they've, they've given me no reason not to. And there you go. Be patient. Be patient. Be patient is is what Jeremy's point is all about. There are some questions in regards to what we have on the roster right now. Um, we're going to answer some of those questions in the weekly mailbag segment coming up here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Bill Bar. There is a new flavor in the works. It is finally out. I can share it. It is caramel brownie. I was able to try it this past week, and I'll be honest, it is hands down my favorite product that Built Bar has to offer and had offered over the past year, um, quickly dethroning the salted caramel and their birthday cake puffs. Um, forget about dessert. These are better than dessert, in my opinion. You can look at the macros chart to check out all of the healthy benefits. Um, on top of just being plain delicious, you know, you get a lot more benefits than you would, you know, regular protein bar. So, um, like I said, go to built.com, check out all the amazing flavors that are available um, there's a huge variety of different flavors you can also check out the healthy benefits there that's built.com you can use the promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off your order once again locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com final segment of the show cardinal sports zone co-founder and editor in the virtual studio with us today that is jeremy Waman, as always a um, couple questions jeremy that i want to bring to the forefront some good questions um from this week's mailbag some of the best questions that I've, i felt like i've had in quite some time um first well, thanks question for finally is, using my questions yeah the first question is are there realistic expectations in other words it says in parentheses ramey and bates if louisville were to add both of those guys what, what do you think a ceiling would be for the team adding those two into the current situation of what the team has now First off, I do I, I do want to talk about you were talking about flavors, and I will go on record as saying this is the worst, uh, well, most fraudulent Mountain Dew flavor ever. It is nothing like super. Sweet Nova. Lightning was horrible, dude. Flaming Hot Cheetos and Funyuns, which are real. You I've want had, to know what the worst one was? Do you remember the the ginger snapped one? Like yeah. just came out like a year ago. Yep, it was yep. horrible. It was it, it tasted one, it tasted like this. Fireball. I try, I did try the snapped apple and it was okay, but I would have okay. I would like to have had a little more hint of it. Like if this one tasted anything like grape, I, I think I, I misled my. I didn't read the thing. I, I just saw purple and. Thunder. It's no supernova though. No, it's it's no supernova, and I will start that debate up anytime. Just did on Twitter right now while while I was waiting. But um, gosh, man, it, it, it's hard to say. We add Ramy and Bates and. I mean, it, it's athletics. Anything can happen. But I just, you just can't convince me that a, a team with Ramey, Bates, Kamari Lands, Sidney Curry, L. Ellis, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, uh, Jalen Withers, uh, Mike James, Mike J- JJ Trainer, Mike J- and Roosevelt Willard. That that's a Final Four team right there. But as we all know in sports, talent doesn't always equal success so it's going to be up to kenny style of coaching honestly so i i I don't want to answer that but i'm expecting just with or without 
about a 22 to 25 win regular season, uh, a three or four seed in the NCAA tournament, and just and just go from there. I don't want to put too lot. I feel like I'd be doing co- Coach Payne and the team a disservice by saying, "Oh, national champions, B." Uh, you know, I don't want to do that um, because it is very very possible that he gets in here and we just win a couple more games than we did last year because he's still just installing hit, which I don't understand about coaching-wise anyway. when you And I've, I've, I've preached this about uh, Coach Sat the last four seasons. you got to give a coach time to install his offense and, and get everybody to buy in. And everybody may not buy in this year. So it may take till year two, but I can guarantee you this: ain't no, ain't nobody gonna be talking next year after the recruiting. After we get DJ and his buddies, and uh, what's the kid from out in California? What's his name? I know you know who I'm talking about. JJ. Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know, cause I am too. Anderson? No. Look. Anyway. Remember growing. Yeah, Maverick Rowan. That's exactly. Yeah, who that's the guy. That's who we were talking about the whole time. But no, uh, and I'm drawing the blank too. But if we can even get a fraction of the guys that are on the recruiting list, uh, the the two guys, and and I'm I have never sat here and said, oh, we're gonna flip two guys from Duke. But there are two guys on Duke's that have committed, not signed, that have expressed interest in Louisville. So if we can get one of those two guys, and then we get DJ, and then maybe we get his big friend uh, uh, Aaron Bradshaw to, to to join us, and then we get the Cali kid, and then what's what's the other kid from the Midwest that we're recruiting? The one that you're not too high on, but others are really high on. Booker, Xavier Booker, yeah, Xavier from Cathedral. Booker. Or is it Higgy that's not hunting him and you like him? I don't remember. Anyway, we land that class and everybody's nobody's thinking about what he did his first year. And for me, I, I only care that he is bringing a different culture to the basketball team, a culture that I was – listen, I've seen some things at UFO basketball that I cannot talk about on the air and that I'm not very proud of, but that they happen. And those things would not happen under Kenny Payne. And I'm kind of glad that we are, uh, are are changing that up, that the the culture is going to be different because Kenny loves these kids. And he truly, when he says, I want to make sure they're all successful, he truly wants to do that. So please please don't give it, just, just bear with them the first year. And then after that, you can call national championship every year. I'm fine with that. But, but give him some time to get his own people. Uh, you know, New strength coach will be announced hopefully this week or next week. He he's a good he's a good hire from what I've told uh, from what I've been told. Uh, get Justin in here, get these two guys popped, and then we'll be good to go. Then then the argument won't be. I just I don't understand all the people freaking out just because. I mean, Kenny was just named the coach about what seventy eight ninety days ago. Like, give him some sure. time to do his thing. Like, give him some time to do his thing. I hear you. I hear you. This is a, it's kind of a touchy, touchy topic because like, I feel like you're either on one side or you're on a complete different side. Like there's almost like no middle ground. Well, that's kind of how everything is nowadays, I guess. Um, This question truly made me think, and I went back and forth on it for about 30 minutes. 
Who is going to be the best pro from this Louisville baseball team? I thought you were going to say basketball team. I was going to say Kamari Lands without a doubt. Uh, pro from this baseball team. Wow. I said uh, Jack Payton. Okay. Um, Payton or I, I went with Jack Payton, but I also kind of flip flop because I I think a guy like um, like Christian Napchek is is a player that could like be you know at the end of the day maybe top of the top of the lineup somewhere. Just because of he's just a he's just a dude. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cop out and I'm gonna name three. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Dalton Rushing, Cam Masterman, and Ben Metzinger because I've liked what I've seen from all three of them all year. Kind of um, almost like the same type of hitter, like kind of underrated contact wise. But when they get a hold of one, it's it's a goner. So Dalton Rushing kind of reminds me of Lucas Dunn. Uh, Great power hitter. You can mm-hmm. pretty put it where he wants. Which was, he was at the game the other day. Dalton rushing gives me like Kobe Fitch vibes. Okay, remember Kobe? Like uh, very I kind did. of underrated contact guy, but he has some wicked power. That that's a really really good comparison there. Uh, Cam kind of reminds me a little bit of Blake Tiberi and Jeff Gardner. Uh, uh, like that. And then uh, uh, who? Oh, Metzinger. Now Metzinger's. To me, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say he's he's the number one guy for me because he he's got so he's got a little bit of of everybody in him. Pause. Um, and I, I really I can't even like just narrow it down. He's got so much of all the Louisville grades. I, I could you could point to every little thing with him. He's got so much potential, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember the guy's name, and and I'm not even going to try because I don't want to offend any anybody that's listening, uh, and, and I leave them out. So, but no, he, Cam's got uh, Cam. Ben's got so much of. I mean, Ben's even got a little bit of Luke Smith in him with the you know his swag and the way he does his stuff. So, uh, those would be my three. And uh, whereas I had great comparisons for the first two. Ben, I just I can't really narrow it down, but he's got he's got a little bit of Coco Johnson, a little bit of Corey Ray, a little bit of um, gosh, why is my mind blanking? He um, oh gosh, what was his name? In in uh, Danny Rosenbaum. I mean, he's got a little Danny bit of, Rosenbaum. Yeah, that's a name. A little, that's that's a fun name. I haven't heard. About. I'll tell you. I think I like. I liken Jack Payton to Will Smith a lot. Yeah, um, that's that's a good comparison. Like I think Jack Payton next year is going to be All American status. Um, I, I definitely do believe that there there's a lot there's a lot of good names, but unfortunately, our time is coming somewhat to an end. We're not sorry. No, we want to no, over the time okay. limit. We're not. Um, but Jeremy, you have the floor for however long you need to. Give us your parting thoughts. Plug us into your social media as you do. Okay. Well, and, and the guy that I just it hit my head as I stopped talking, it was Colin Lyman. Such Colin a clutch Lyman. guy. He was under. He was very underrated his first three years. But man, if he, he was so clutch. And I don't know any of the former Louisville cards that tell you any different. My my final thoughts. This is garbage. Even though I keep drinking it, I'm very thirsty. It's very cold. This is trash. Mountain Dew, do better. D E W B E T T E R. You can find me on social media right there. Uh, sit, wait a minute. Right there. 
Jeremy underscore CSE. The website is at Card Sport Zone. And get on YouTube. You can subscribe to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast there. Just type in Cardinal Sports Zone three words. Uh, you can also find it at the Card Sports Zone uh, Twitter and, uh, you know, all, all that other fun stuff. But I, if I was you, I would subscribe to it on YouTube because you do get notifications leading up. Or just subscribe to my, my Twitter feed. And every time I tweet out the show's about to start, you'll know. So, But that's all I got today, man. I don't really – it's, it's been a very, very exciting week. Uh, I was glad to be able to get out and watch some good baseball. Uh, I did not attend the, the one loss, so I, I did rack up uh, four dubs this week. So that was good. And uh, yeah, just just keep keep the positivity, Card Nation, and please check the sources. Don't let uh, cards one, two, four in my mom's basement say something and y'all run wild with it. It's not it's not that serious, and it's not that just. Be patient, as Sam would say, relax and just enjoy Cardinal baseball because at the end of the day, it could be worse. You could be Florida State that's got 40 super regionals, uh, 30 trips to Omaha, and zero World Series uh, rings. Or you could be the team down the road that swears in their locker room that the road to (laughs) Omaha goes through Lexington and yet has never made a college world series i don't know how that works i, I don't either i can only assume that there was i a mean I, if it is like a team that's like coming from like north carolina that might be driving through kentucky to maybe get to omaha i mean i don't know yeah i mean why it would have to be fly, a detour but... maybe some road work i don't know maybe 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 they mean we have to drive through lexington in order to turn around and come right back through to go to omaha i'm not really sure how that works that's probably the most other than their college football national championship trophy that's you mean the, the one where they were seventh in the AP poll in 1957? That yes. one? That's the most oh, okay. asinine. Those two tied for first with the most asinine things I've ever heard of in any sports rivalry. Like Central Florida so claiming the national title in, what, 2018? 2017? No, they, they deserve that. They deserve the, Those two things, though, and, and this right here is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. What is that, a T? I, I don't know. I don't. I, all I know is I told my cousin, he's a, he's a principal down in Edmondson County, uh, at Evans County High School, and I told him, I said, "Hey, dude," uh, or he was telling me that he was bringing a bunch of his kids up here for something, a camp or something. I said, "Hey, just make sure they know that if they do this, that up here, that's a sign of ignorance." And he's like, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you teach them that. That could get them beat up on some corners." And then I guess he was later in the day. He called me laughing. He's like, "Okay, I see what you did now," but. Yeah, this is stupid. So is the, the the national championship trophy. You know what? I'm going to uh, – I'm inspired by that. I'm going to get me a national championship trophy made with my 30 straight NCAA championships on the PlayStation 3 and then put that in Louisville's locker room. And then we, we can do this, man. So we, this we is a have, Wendy's? Yeah, I know, man. It definitely is. But, uh, no, that's all I got to plug this week in Kentucky State. Oh, man, we, we went over a little bit. As always, we're not sorry. But, hey, that's going to wrap up this fantastic Wednesday edition of the show. Everyone have a great day, and I guess we'll see you back here whenever I decide to record another episode. I'll get you my debit card information for the extra nine minutes. Awesome.